Hi, everyone. Welcome to a, as I call it, a very special edition of the Brief Talk podcast. We're talking social media and how you got started. And at the end, we have how you got off social media with Mr. Patrick. So stay tuned for that. But in the meantime, we have two of the old school OGs of the podcast who you know from social media. We have Mr. Scruffy Gay Andy. Hello. And Mr. Rundy's Geek, Eric. Hello, everybody. So we have our two old schools, because you know them from social media, and I think that's how we all met. It's so long ago, I don't even remember. That sounds about right. Yeah. I'm old and don't remember, so <laughs> that's the excuse I'm going for. How did each of you get started showing off on social media and displaying your underwear? Was this something you just jumped right into, or did you ease into it? What? What was the catalyst for your sharing of all things thongs and more? I'm going to let Andy go first since I know he was doing it uh, before I started doing it. Oh, gosh, I'm really the old one then. (laughs) (laughs) You're old, Andy. Uh, True. So uh, my first Instagram account, which no longer exists, thanks to Instagram, that was probably six or seven years ago I started. And at the time... It was really more for me to document and hold myself accountable for the fitness journey that I was on at the time. So it was no underwear. It was selfies, you know, a few shirtless pictures, whatever. But then one day, I I don't know, I was probably horny and decided like to show off a little bit. But the first underwear picture I ever posted, like I look back now and it was really just a hint of underwear. It was me in a t-shirt, like kind of just, it was a side angle on the sofa. And you see like a hint of like underwear and bulge and briefs. And I remember like baiting if I should post it. I'm like, oh my gosh, this seems so scandalous. Uh, You know, compared to what I post today, it was extremely (laughs) right? But at the time and my comfort level and all of that, I was, you know, a little nervous about all of that. But I've always had like a little exhibitionist side. So that side of my brain was like, do it, do it, do it. Uh, so I did. And I posted it. And I I don't know, it maybe I, I don't even remember the reaction. There was probably a little bit more reaction than other posts just because it was something different. And then I think it just naturally evolved The more I got into like blogging, that's really when it took off. Because obviously, if I'm blogging about things, I would take pictures of those things and share them. And yeah, I just really embraced the fact that I love underwear, that I love gear. I think that it was a mix of like not only embracing that, but just becoming more comfortable with myself, with my body, with everything that just really. It all combined to where we're at today, which is mostly thongs and ass on my Instagram. (laughs) Um, Say that like it's a bad thing. No, it's not. It's a very fun thing, right? And I think that it's just, yeah, it's, it was the self-confidence. It was also me just really embracing my sexuality and sexual side. I think that especially as gay men, we often are told like, how bad like we are and any thoughts of sex that we have like everything's dirty and gross and all that and that's just a bunch of bullshit 
but I had to overcome all of that. Like there were so many things that I think I overcame. So six or seven years ago, those very tame pictures were a reflection of who I was then and my comfort level then. And my pictures today are very much a reflection of how comfortable I am. Um, like your today. own little Nas X video. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Which, love that video, by the way. Oh my God. I feel Sorry. like my photos would get, you know, conservatives really riled up. So I, I think, would yeah. say yes. Yes, they I would. Also, probably like, agree. <laughs> they would not like be in the church like, bulletin. It's just me hanging out in my backyard, though. So I'm just very comfortable with skin. I think people should be comfortable with skin. I mean, it's like it's just the most natural thing. So let's embrace it. I agree. But, you know, we have prudes that do not agree. So we do. And it's that those mindsets that get ingrained in us, especially early on. And that's that's all the stuff in my head I have to overcome to get really comfortable. Good, good. And what about you, Eric? What made you decide to take up social media and share your love of underwear and all things small? I'm going to have to say, I, I, I think what a rich, I mean, I've always had an interest in underwear and, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like, you kind of want to talk about it or share it with somebody, but you really don't know who. So I think for me, it just kind of started off with kind of like the same thing with Andy. It's just like showing like a picture with a little underwear to kind of test the waters, if you will, just to kind of see what type of reactions you'd get. And then uh, I think like it would be a little bit where like uh, I'd be wearing a shirt and, you know, just basketball shorts and they'd be a little low and you can tell that I'm wearing like a pair of bikini briefs or something, but just really not showing anything. And then just kind of seeing like the reactions. It's like, okay, like I'm getting pretty good positive feedback from this. Uh, Let's up the ante a little bit. But I think also a lot of it, too, was, you know, I'd follow accounts like Andy's was one of the first accounts that I came across, um, you know, of him showing underwear. And I just always really admired that. Damn it. I can't even think of the word. (laughs) His ability to be able to put himself up. (laughs) Yes, the ass, of course, but his ability to be able to put himself out there like that. For me, I was just like I'd share a little bit in a story just so like it's gone and like people don't go like oh my god you you showed a picture of your butt like who are you like i i I don't know like for me it was just like oh i'll just post it in a story and then maybe delete it later or in 24 hours it'll be gone so i don't have to worry about it but i think it just slowly evolved into just meeting other people who really shared the same interest there, uh, you know, I, I've shared this in the past, like there are uh, accounts that I follow and were a really positive influence on me to just kind of motivate me to put myself out there, kind of get myself in better shape and just kind of have that confidence. That's the word I was looking for. Um, confidence to put myself out there and be proud of, you know, like putting that photo of myself and whether it be a brief, a thong, or a jock strap, and be like, yeah, that's me, and I'm, I'm happy to share that. So that's kind of where it started. 
And then, like, as I slowly started getting, like, positive feedback, I was like, okay, like, there are a lot of people who share this same interest. And so, you know, that's where I kind of made my own separate account to really just focus on that. And I I, I don't even know what number (laughs) account I'm currently on, whether it be, like, my fifth fourth fifth or sixth but um i learned the hard way that you really have to know the type of things that instagram targets and how to avoid Uh, that yes because i remember when i first started talking to you it was the lingerie picture Mm -hmm. and i think i interviewed you on the blog and then your account disappeared and then you found you because you came back and i was like oh there he is i couldn't find him ah so yeah, yeah so def- yeah. definitely any definitely anything too revealing that's going to show a little bit of nudity like that that's a hard no <laughs> like uh, anything lace anything see-through mesh like no oh. like for i i learned the hard way of getting my accounts removed like okay you can't post that kind of stuff and if you do you know cover it up a little bit or do something to where everything's not visible because you're going to wind up in the same place again. Uh, And then, you know, just all, and then just also like just being mindful, like one of my mistakes when I first started was literally just taking pictures with an arm's distance. And if you all know, like when you take a picture from an arm's distance, it's a close up of whatever the hell you're taking a picture of, whether it be your face, your ass, your junk, um, so those were originally the type of pictures I was taking and it's just like hardcore VPL, just ass in the photo with really nothing else. <laughs> so it, it took me a while to really find like my point of view, if you will, to like, okay, this, I think this is appropriate. Uh, I'm not showing too much, and I, I haven't had any issues. I haven't gotten any notifications of anything being deleted. If they're deleting it, I'm just not getting it. But so far, like it's it's been pretty good for me. But that that's kind of where I started in this this whole showing myself off underwear game, if you will. Nice. And then you each have your own accounts that is underwear related. So you're not one of those people who sort of mix in everything in one account. You have sort of the underwear-specific account, correct? Correct. I don't want my – obviously, I don't want my family and, you know, other friends who probably aren't into this sort of thing to be like, oh, look, Eric posted a picture of his ass, and you can kind of see his asshole in that picture, or – Oh, look, you can see the outline of his penis. Like, that's not really something you want to share with your family. <laughs> yes. Yeah, my account didn't start, or it wasn't my intent just to be an underwear account, but here's where we're at today. So, you know, every once in a while, I throw in a random selfie just, you know, to remind people what my face looks like versus just my ass. But um, it's a lot of ass and underwear. For sure. Well, you do have <laughs> memorable case. I will say that's what you're known for. Yeah, um, I mean, you got to be careful with some of those pictures. So I think that that's what got me deleted the first time around. Yes, because you sent us a picture one day asking, is this too much for Instagram? I'm going, awesome picture, but yeah, Instagram, <laughs> no. <laughs> you gotta, yeah. I no. think 
photo that got my first account deleted was actually one of Eric and me on a floaty in Palm Springs in the pool. And I think oh yeah, all peekaboo of the hole for me. But that was just that did it. No, you cannot show such things on Instagram. That was double hotness. No. I know. Yeah. I mean, I have no in the photo, though. That was a fun day, too. It was. But yes, I've learned to be more careful since then. <laughs> I've also noticed that since I made my account private, I've had far fewer issues. Virtually no issues. Yeah. But, I mean, for some people, that's like, you know, a trade-off maybe they are not interested in doing. But I have noticed um, that public accounts get flagged, obviously, a lot, a lot more than private accounts. Yeah. Yeah. And I think and I think that's that's what I originally noticed, too, um, because my first couple accounts were public and I was using a lot of uh, hashtags to, like, um, get my get my pictures out there. So obviously, if it's getting out there and the wrong person sees it, you know, they might report it. So that was a, another reason for me to really put my account on private. But then also, like, I just stopped using the hashtags, too, because I kind of felt that that was kind of drawing unwanted attention to my pictures, if you will. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. So let me ask this question. So what is the best thing that's happened to you being on social media? Um, all the people I've met. I mean, I wouldn't be on this podcast. I would have not met Eric and his husband and had all our fun pool time. So it's really been the connections for me that have been great. And like Eric was kind of saying earlier, like being able to connect with other people who share the same interests has been really awesome because locally I didn't know of that. And like online, I don't really see people like locally as into it. Since putting myself out there more, actually I have become more aware of local people because then they approach me and reach out to me, but it's not something that people are really very public about. And so you don't Mm -hmm. know who else shares that interest. So it's been really fun to see. And there are people whose you know, accounts that I had followed that kind of inspired me to do this. And it's fun when I've inspired others, too. We just keep, like, this cycle of undiewear, undie love going. Nice. What about you, Eric? Um, I, I pretty much got to piggyback on everything Andy just said. Like, for me, the, the best thing about this is really meeting those people that you have that connection with. Like, doing the podcast with you guys um, I, I've done other podcasts in the past um, with some of my other non-underwear friends, if you will, um, about things like video games. And, you know, it was fun, but, you know, I wasn't really passionate about it. And unfortunately, it's not something I do anymore. Um, but I always look forward to the podcasts that we have because we have, we have such a really good connection. Uh, we have a really good time. But then also just like really making those times to, you know, meet some of those people that you typically would never meet in person. And so like one of the, one of the best times that, that I've had was when we met up with Andy and his husband in Palm Springs. And then again, when, you know, they came over to our place, you know, a couple years ago for a weekend, like we're just having a really good time because we all share the same interests and, it's just a really great connection that without it, like you, 
really, you, you don't really know what you're going to get. Like I've had, um, you know, obviously when me and Andy get together, like it's just thong swimmer in, in, in the pool. Like there's no questions. Uh, the only question is, Oh, what are you wearing now? But like with other people, you know, there's just that like, Oh, um, you know, some of our other friends are, they're a little too shy. So they're wearing shorts or, you know, they're not comfortable with wearing something a little more revealing. So I always like to try to open them up to that. But when somebody's already open to that, like it just makes it that much more enjoyable. And, and again, like I'm, I'm always uh, enjoying just meeting up with different people um, in different areas, just having that same interest because that's kind of an icebreaker, if you will. Um, And then from there, it just gets so much better. Like I'm, we're actually going to be going to Palm Springs in, in just a little over a month for a thongers weekend. And there's a couple people who we've recently uh, me and my husband have recently kind of connected with who've never been, who are going for the first time. And, you know, it's just one of those things where it's like it just makes it a little bit easier to kind of make those connections, if you will. So that for me, that would probably be the best thing, because you guys, the other people we've met who have that same interests, I find that those relationships are a lot more meaningful and they tip up 10 to um, be a lot more enjoyable when you when you get together in person right because the people you meet are just really good guys everyone on the podcast Mm -hmm. is good and tons of other people i've met through the blog and through different things some of them straight which still amazes me (laughs) straight boys in underwear oh my god so happy so happy uh, makes me smile because when they talk about underwear, they have the same passion we do, and it's like, mm. yes, yes, about time. No how underwear can bring people together. I love it. It does. It really does, and it's crazy and fun. And there's tons of people that I want to meet, which I still haven't met you two in person, which still find that hard to believe. That's and it's crazy. been how many years now? Oh my god! So that's on my agenda for this year. Is like actually meet both of you in person oh my god i i'm totally i just got my second vaccination so i am ready for a vegas trip when you guys when it. you guys want to plan something let's do it i got <laughs> mine a week ago today when we're recording so my last shot i did have mild stuff because my arm hurt a little bit more than the first shot Mm-hmm. But the following day, I didn't have it as bad as Andy did, but I did have it where I felt just tired. So I took a nap. So it wasn't bad. It's As I tell people, it's way better than getting COVID. Yeah, definitely. And I, I, I was one of those fortunate people. I, I really didn't have any side effects aside from just like having a sore arm the next day. But then again, like we also kind of did like some preemptive care so we bought some of that emergency and chugged a couple of those the day of the shot and took some ibuprofen and just kind of like kept kept doing that for like two days and that that was really the only side effect that both me and my husband had it was just like a little sore he got a little more tired but again it's just it's everybody's body is different and i've heard stories of people you know like just feeling like crap for a couple days and you know but again like you said it's better than getting COVID. 
I heard pe- people who had the most severe reactions to it, the, the tiredness, had had COVID before. That's what I heard. So yeah. if you had COVID before and you that, got the vaccination, you got hit harder than if you hadn't. So I'm like, yay, I hadn't. Yay. We can travel this year and we can be social. Yay. yay. I have swimmer season. Yay. Even better. I bought swimmer for last year, but I never used it. So hmm. this year we should have a swimmer season and lots of pictures on social people. Lots of pictures. Oh, um, yes. Watch out for Eric and Andy. They're going to be being the paparazzi out there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Last year, last year's hot girl summer sucked major ass and not in the fun way. So I am definitely looking forward to this year. It'll be fun. It'll be fun, fun, fun. I think it's good year. So here's some questions for you. We talked about mm-hmm. it briefly. But one of the major downsides to social media is getting pictures taken off, getting kicked off. What are your tips for not getting pictures removed from social media since you two are the experts? For me, what I've found is, like like I said, is just really finding the best angles that and like um, distance between yourself and the camera that doesn't necessarily focus just either on your ass or on your junk. So if you're like me, um, you're a little apprehensive about posting your face and photos because you just have this irrational fear that they're going to float around and find their way to your family and coworkers and employers. Um, so typically I don't include my face, but I, I tend to use certain angles that, have enough scenery, if you will, to where it's not just focused on either my front side or my back side. Um, So I find that to be extremely helpful because just, and then also just kind of depending on what's, what you're taking pictures in front of. For me, the, um, now the majority of my pictures are in my office area. So you know, I have all my toys and movies and video games behind me. So it kind of distracts a little bit. So it's not just like, oh, it's just like full blown ass and like, oh, you know, here's his uh, dick sticking out. No, it's just I try to make it appropriate, but still, you know, kind of throw a little bit of an exotic feel in there. Um, and for well, and you can say, is that the Thanos glove in the background? <laughs> that is my crown jewel. I need to, I also have the nano gauntlet in the same size, but I just don't have anywhere to put it. So I need to make some adjustments in this room to put the two there and just be like, have it side by side with me in the middle. So that yes. should be, that's going to be something that might come in the works uh, later down the road. But for now, you're, you're just going to see that one. As you look in his background, is that Chucky? What is that? What is that back there? Yeah, there, there's a lot back here. There's some Marvel toys. There's a couple of uh, Lantern power batteries. Uh, a lot of NECA figures of Hellraiser, Leatherface, Jason, Michael Myers. There, there's a lot going on. But you know what? It, it's it's me, and this is this is what I like to share. I like people to kind of get to know me outside the underwear, if you will. There are more to us than just hot people in it. <laughs> Believe it, folks, because 
we have amazing conversations and you would not believe it. So at least some of the things we talk about, oh my God, <laughs> we get off some crazy stuff. That makes yeah, it more so, interesting. So if you're if you're listening to this and you're either curious about starting an underwear page or you know just kind of testing the waters, that's my recommendation. Don't take photos that are within arm's distance of whatever it is you're trying to photograph because nine times out of ten, there's just too much detail underneath the underwear or swimwear that Instagram typically does not like to see. So if you yeah. if you take any advice from, from me today, that, that would be it. And helpful hand if you have an Apple Watch, you can take pictures while viewing it on your Apple Watch. Yes. That, <laughs> that is also a tip that I use as well. I, I have a couple of things. I, I have a mirror that I kind of keep to... So I can see my phone <laughs> to like uh, know exactly what I'm photographing. But then like when I'm not facing the mirror, I use, I cheat and I use my Apple watch so I can pose and make sure I'm centered with the photo. So it just it helps uh, with any type of editing. So that's also another tip that I would throw out there. Wonderful tip. I discovered it by accident. I'm like, what's this? <gasps> oh, 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 look at this. So yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Any only only downside is like when you're not too active on the Apple Watch, uh, it'll it'll like close and then it'll close yeah. the camera as well. So that sucks. Boo, boo, Apple, get on that. You know we're taking mm-hmm. pictures. You need to keep that open. <sighs> what about you, Andy? Any tips? Um, read through the <laughs> Instagram like community guidelines. I've actually done that once, and so. It does get you a little, it's very vague, but it does help a little bit because the biggest thing I learned there is you can't really be zoomed in too much to your ass or your package in underwear. So my general guideline is like the underwear feature, whether it's the ass or the front, like that should be no more than a third of the overall photo. So if you're looking at the photo and it's like ass in your face, Probably maybe not going to work. And that's like bare ass. So if it's just like a brief, that's generally okay. But if it's a thong or a jock, that's going to be way too close up for Instagram. Just let your viewers or the people looking at it just zoom in on their own with their fingers on their own device. And they Um, will. Yeah, they will. So you can just leave it zoomed out. They will do the zooming. Everyone's happy because you get to still have your photo posted. People get to look closely at it, and it doesn't uh, disappear. Um, I have noticed, I think like we mentioned earlier, um, hashtags have come like under more strict scrutiny. A lot of them, if you actually click on the hashtag itself, you'll now see a message that, you know, you're not seeing any new images here because this hashtag's been like flagged for inappropriate mm-hmm. content. Which also I found that even... Um, if you happen to use that hashtag and it's one of those bad hashtags, that's going to cause problems in the algorithm and from you getting your photos seen in the first place and probably puts you on some list to be flagged more easily. So generally, you know, just kind of just take a look ahead of time before you post at those hashtags and make sure it's not one of the, the naughty ones. Um, and that's always changing. So you kind of have to 
keep an eye on that if you're planning to use that. I think those are my bigger ones. Again, from the front perspective, Instagram does not like men to have penises no. um, or any indication that we have penises. So yeah, especially if you're hard, that's not going to work. They're not a big fan of any VPL. And no. the final piece of advice I have is just because you've seen someone else, quote unquote, get away with it, that doesn't mean it's going to be safe for you. Instagram is very, very inconsistent on their flagging. And just because one person gets away with it, sadly, they will not let everyone. True. I've seen some crazy things on Instagram, and I wonder how they were still there. Even days later, I'm like, what? And speaking of hashtags, I've rarely used hashtags for that reason only, because everyone gave me grief at the beginning. They're like, you need to use hashtags. So I'm like, no, I'm not using hashtags. And little did come back, I was correct. So I'm like, thank you. <laughs> These people are going crazy. So no, I'm not. Uh-uh, uh-uh. I don't use hashtags. Sorry. Don't do it. So now I don't even do it on any of the, like, the store, the blog, my own. I don't even use any hashtags. Not worth the risk right now. Anything else, yes. I would say, use hashtags, but underwear and stuff like this, don't. Yeah, and then even, like, in certain posts that I did where I wasn't using hashtag, but, like, I would get comments like, oh, those are super cute. What brand are they? Um, so I would actually tag the manufacturer uh, page or the brand page. And then, like, I got this message, like, oh, I don't even remember what it was, but it just kind of stirred the shit out. Brand content. Yeah, so it just kind of scared the shit out of me. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to stop doing that now. <laughs> Which I don't understand why they're doing it that way, because that's set up for people who, like, influencers, they pay to work with them, can can tag them and do stuff and the brand can share their post and whatnot and look at analytics, blah, blah, blah. So I'm not sure why, if you're just like, Hey, who's that? Oh, I'll tag the brand or you're posting something and you tag it that comes up. It's like, yeah. no, we're not saying we work with them. We're just like this. And Instagram's kind of goofy at times. I'm just saying you would think you would think they would like the free publicity, but I guess not. They, mm. Don't get me started on them. <laughs> but yes, do Instagram hashtags for everything else. Just don't do it for underwear. You'll be Good. fine. You will be fine. So yeah, I guess that'll wrap up our conversation because we have another conversation with Mr. Patrick right after this. And I don't want to keep you on for like hours, people, even though you enjoy our longer shows, which is amazing. I'm glad you do. But tell everyone where they can find you, Mr. Andy. You can find me on Instagram, as long as they keep my account up, <laughs> at the Scruffy Gate. And if you ever disappear, just write us, a, send us an email, DM, we'll tell you where he is. Right. Hopefully we won't have to do that. No, no. You can also find me on Twitter, at Scruffy Gear. And Twitter, usually no problem of getting deleted. Um, although, I do know several people who have been deleted. I have heard Twitter. What kind of shock? Because they're profile pictures. Yes. It always involves profile, profile pictures, pictures and headers. Yeah. yeah profile header pictures profile. and headers. Always does. I'm just like, seriously, people, come on now. Twitter, get off of it. You post puppies next to fisting. So <laughs> you don't have any moral high ground here. So move along. And what about you, Mr. Eric? Where can they find you? 
Uh, you guys can all find me at uh, UndiesGeek85 on Instagram. Go follow both of these if you don't already, because if you don't, you're missing out on two of the best Instagrammers around. Which is saying, go follow them, get their numbers up, make them be true influencers now and have 100,000 followers. Yes. <laughs> but anyway, thank you, and we'll have Mr. Patrick right after this. <laughs> And now, in this podcast, we welcome Patrick from our main show. Welcome, Patrick. Thanks for having me. So, we talked earlier with Andy and Eric about why they chose to show off, what made them start it. And this Patrick is one person who has done the opposite. He <laughs> used to be on the Tumblr before it got all puritanical. And now... <laughs> He sort of switched to the Instagrams. Then he not on the Instagrams. So now he's on the Twitter, but he's not really on the Twitter because he's not on there a lot. So, what made you go from being Mister Underwear America to nope, not doing it anymore? Wow, that's a it's a that's a question. I'll tell you, it is a question, and inquiring minds of our listeners should <laughs> have because every time. I meet new people and talk about this like, oh, yeah, this guy I used to follow. And it's always, (laughs) and I'm going, yeah, I know him. Yeah, he's awesome. Yeah, okay. Yeah, he's still around. Don't worry. But, yeah, he's not showing off like he he used to. Yeah. I mean, it really has to do with two things. So the first thing is, you know, know, I left Tumblr, went to Instagram. I was on Instagram for 10 months and having a good time. And. Had like six thousand followers and overall had a positive experience and and it was enjoying it and meeting new people that I hadn't previously because there's a lot more people obviously on Instagram than than Tumblr. I was introduced to somebody through a mutual friend who you know we kind of hit it off and we had a good thing going and just there was something that happened that didn't sit well with me and I I felt bullied and oh hell no. Yeah. And, you know, I didn't necessarily handle the situation as well as I should have. You know, I went to said friend and, you know, talked about it as well as uh, another friend uh, on Instagram and, you know, talked about it, trying to get input and whatnot. And just didn't sit well with this particular person that I felt bullied by that I didn't go to him. And, you know, it's a very valid point. And, you know, I have a really hard time when, you know, I feel as though someone's upset or doesn't like me or whatever, you know, because I'm a pretty likable person, I think. You so, are. Well, thank you. And so it just, you know, we had an argument and it didn't go well. It just bothered me immensely for basically like four months after it occurred. And I just was spiraling out of control mentally because i was having a hard time with you know how things were left because you know i wanted to continue to develop this friendship that we were building and trust and um have that relationship because he's good friends with someone that i'm good friends with but it just you know he i guess didn't want that and just never reached out again and you know eventually unfollowed me and you know so i internalized a lot of that and i you know 
although I felt bullied in the situation, I think that, you know, I was in the right of how I felt and sharing those feelings. You know, it just it just bothered me that we can sort things out. And at the same time, you know, I had that situation that I had anxiety over um, because I was worried about, you know, how this situation was going to affect my friendships with people that he's friends with and, you know, how our mutual friends think of me and, you know, if I'm pissing them off or if I'm not giving them what they want, et cetera, et cetera. So it just, you know, really got into my mind and really was playing terrible games with me uh, mentally. And in addition to that, though, at the same time, you know, I really was struggling with my identity of who I am and trying to understand it and accept it. You know, we're often really caught up on labels, which probably isn't a great thing, you know, but, you know, I really need to figure out my own label. You know, I need to figure out, am I straight? Am I bisexual? Am I gay? What am I? And I really was having a hard time figuring that out. So anyway, that's kind of, you know, the catalyst of me leaving was the person that, you know, the argument with had started his own underwear page. And he was blowing up, you know, all over mutual people's pages being shout out. And I just, I didn't want to see him anymore. Um, And, you know, and again, internally struggling myself with a lot of stuff on, you know, my feelings and what is this? And I'm a married man. And, you know, you know, am I bisexual? And if I am, like, how's my wife going to handle that? And so it's just a lot of stress and anxiety. And I just was... I was literally spiraling out of control and my body was feeling it. I mean, I had intense pain in my neck from the stress of everything that was Mm -hmm. going on. And I just, I couldn't find a way to release this stress and anxiety. And so I just called it quits one night. I think I had uh, messaged, um, who did I message? I don't know if it was Andrew or if I had messaged Andizu24 it probably was him. It was late one night. I think it was like a midnight and just, you know, kind of was like calling it quits. <laughs> and that was it. And I just deactivated my account. And, you know, I, I really do miss it. I miss it a lot, actually. Still in contact with people that I'm really close with from there. You know, eventually I, I think I will go back, but I had to figure myself out. You know, the, the situation of, you know, being bullied and, that whole thing or whatever, you know, that was just the catalyst of me leaving. But the real true reason of me leaving is that I just had to figure myself out. And that following February, you know, I came out to my wife and it went way better than expected. And my stress levels, you know, were reduced immensely. So now, you know, I'm kind of just like in a, I don't know what I'm going to do type phase right now. My wife, she's very supportive. And you know, she has told me if I want to go back, go back. But at the same time, I know my wife, you know, when I first came out to her, it was a lot to handle for us both. Oh, yeah. And it's it was a, it was big. You know, I finally I finally just, you know, understood who I was and accepted it finally. And, you know, finally came out and told my wife. And that's all that mattered. I didn't care. And I don't care, you know, who knows, because it doesn't matter. But it matters to her and me. Mm-hmm. So there was, you know, there's a lot of talks and conversations about that and what that meant, what that meant for us, 
Um, you know, I've never had any experiences with guys, but, you know, I definitely know that I'm bisexual and whether or not there'd be a time that I feel as though I need to have those experiences or not. So there's a lot of conversations going on and still going on and checking in on each other. And so I'm kind of just letting that phase out because I just want to make sure she's okay. You know, before I start really getting back into it, you know, because I was posting a lot and, you know, having building friendships and and whatnot on on instagram and it was all great but i don't want her to worry you know um yep. one of the biggest things when i came out to her is that she was worried that she's not enough which is you know absolutely crazy you know my wife and i have been together since we we're in high school and you know i would always choose her she'll always come first no matter what so Good. Yeah, but it's just, you know, it's a lot. <laughs> it's a lot for it is people a lot. To, to take in and, and understand and accept and a lot for her, a lot for me. So, so yeah, that's really kind of the reason why I, I left Instagram. So, the you know, the, the fight with the guy and, you know, that not working out and just me uh, having all sorts of emotions about it and worried about other friendships and whatever. That was all just the catalyst, you know, him creating his own undies page or whatever. It was just a catalyst because I just I couldn't stand seeing him anymore. But the true reason is, is, you know, I need to figure myself out. And I have. And I'm doing, you know, I'm in a much better headspace now. Yay. Yes, you are, because you're so much fun. And you brought up some really good points of the darker side of social media that people don't always think about is... Getting bullied, getting ugly comments, getting things said on DMs, which suck. And, you know, if you don't like it, don't don't look someone up. Don't follow them. Exactly. I mean, you know, comments and stuff like that, you know, that never really bothered me. I don't care about all that. But it gets a little dicey when, you know, it's someone who's really close friends with someone you're really close Mm -hmm. with. You know, and you don't want anything to happen with your relationship because it's a really important one to you. Yeah. So it just it's get it gets very dicey. And then you know, just the bullying. It, you know, something was asked to me that I just wasn't comfortable with, and he got pissed off, and it just didn't it didn't go well. He didn't like my answer that I wasn't willing to do something. But it is what it is. Oh, too bad. So sad. <laughs> you can't have it. Sorry. Yeah. And I think the whole thing with underwear, too, is it's gaining more acceptance that people are getting like, oh, well, I'll out you as someone who posts underwear pictures. You don't do something, which I've heard yeah. from several people. And it's like, seriously, it's underwear. Get over it. It's nothing yeah. serious. It's true. And, you know, another point I want to make was. Just about the labels thing, you know, I I think as a society, we're really caught up on labels and for whatever reason. And I was thinking about this earlier before this call that, you know, they really they really shouldn't matter. The only person it should matter to is yourself Um, Mm -hmm. and whether or not you feel as though you need that label. I did. I really needed to figure out who I was and put a label to it because it was driving me crazy that. I really was unsure of who I was, but that's not to say someone else might not need that label, you know, and that's okay. Yep. And you've come out better because it sounds like you and your wife are doing amazing, yeah, which is good. Are. So I think the 
when we first started talking, she didn't know, and now she does. So, yay. Yeah, I mean, that was a huge stress. You know, it's just when you're married, especially someone that you've known your entire life, they think they know everything about you. And you think you know everything about yourself. So it's really scary. It's a surprise. Yeah, and like, what's going to happen? You know, if, if I figure out that I am bisexual or even gay, Luckily, you didn't go that route, <laughs> you know, because I really do love my wife. and I'm, I'm very attracted to to women. It could have gone that way and it would have been an even scarier conversation. But it's just, you know, it was so important to me that I don't have any secrets for my wife. And I had this one secret and I was even keeping it for myself. And it just caused a lot of anxiety and depression and suicidal thoughts and all sorts of things so i'm kind of happy beyond that you know anxiety will kill you literally yeah it will you have to let it out yeah i understand fully on that one (laughs) but again you know i i miss instagram so much you know I, i created my twitter page when i created my instagram before i left tumblr And I never logged into Twitter. And I logged into Twitter after I left Instagram, you know, a while after that. Just so that, you know, some people could find me that way, you know, if they wanted to. And they have. There's been some some great people that have reconnected, and it's awesome. But again, you know, I'm kind of just taking it easy, not really posting or logging on there. And and I do feel badly because I know I have, like, DMs out there that I haven't responded to. But I just don't don't want to make that my... Yeah, I just don't want it to be my focus right now. You know, I got enough to to get through. And just it's really important to know, you know, if my wife's feeling good and confident and whatnot. Focus what's important in life and in the whole scheme of things, social media really is not the end all be all. It's nice to get the followers. It's nice to get the attention, but it's not everything because i mean i met quite a few people through the blog and social media and you meet some really great people but they're also like you had some very not so nice people yeah and it can be very superficial and not it's all style and no substance so people that's it it's so true too you know and and i say i've said it before i think on the the main podcast is you know i had a lot of acquaintances on Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, whatever, but a handful of people that I would truly call friends, you know, and that's what I really miss is, you know, being able to connect with some of those people that I would consider friends because we only had, you know, social media um, Mm -hmm. with the exception of a few people. And it's like, I really just miss those people. I, you know, I could care less about posting and the comments and the followers and all that other stuff. Yeah, it's fun. And I enjoyed posting and writing my underwear reviews. But I really miss, you know, some people and people. chatting with those people. I feel you. There's some there's a lot of good guys out there in the there underwear. Are. It's amazing how many people that it's like drawn together. I mean, even the podcasts, we have tons of people listening and feeling like they're part of our group when Yeah. They're not physically there, but they still feel like they're there. And it's really cool of friendships that I've grown gay, straight, and bi, which still surprises me. 
that straight, straight men have become my friend and their love underwear. I have a couple of those. And it's like, yeah. oh, originally this little piece of fabric is what bound us together. But now we get to know each other outside of that. Yep. So, it's... yeah, I, like, and the funniest thing is one of them, I'm not telling who he is, but he has gay <laughs> friends and he goes, I want to talk underwear with them, but they don't talk underwear. And then I'm like, okay, believe it or not, not all gay men are underwear. I know that's hard to believe. I know, and I try right? not to believe that myself because I said, believe me, I've dated all of them. So, yeah, <laughs> they're not into it. So that's probably why, which is odd to me. But, yeah. There are gay men that wear boxer shorts. <laughs> there are. And when I meet them, I'm like, oh, no, no, no. These have got to go. No, 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 no. Sorry. Can't. No, one ex actually cut them off of him so he couldn't wear them again. <laughs> he thought it was hot foreplay, and I just thought it was getting rid of a pair of atrocious underwear. That's kinky. But, but it, well, that's what he liked. He's like, oh, and I'm going, oh, you'll never wear these again. Um, <laughs> it was a win win for both. I did that's not, funny. I did not mind it at all. But, you know, hey, it's the way it works. So, yeah. So awesome. You have a you have an incredible story. And your story continues to be incredible because you have such an amazing wife. You come out as bi, which gets like the short end of the stick in the sexualities, because you have the straight people going, Oh, you're just gay, and the <laughs> people going, You're just confused. I know. You're really it's gay. Crazy, isn't it? I, know. I know. And I'm like, there are people who like both. Um, so good for them. I'm and not one. But that's yeah. why it's confusing too, you know, is that <clears throat> I think I've said this to somebody. It just would have been so much easier to like one or the other, you know, as much. I mean, I'm going to get some slack, I'm sure, from people for saying that. But in hindsight, it really would have been just easier to just be straight or to be gay because it's like, you know, one way or the other. But when, well, you, when you're bisexual, it gets a little bit more confusing, especially when you've only dated women and you're married to a woman and you've been with this woman forever and you love her. And it's like, you know, are these other feelings I'm having just, you know, interests or is it more, you know, and it can be very confusing. Exactly. And then you get, like I said, it's more society, of course, to be so, so to I cannot say the damn word. Society <laughs> accepts you for constraint. Ugh, cannot say the other version of that word. And then now being gay is now more accepted because we have gay marriage, other things. Right. It's not like, huzzah, you're gay. Let's throw a pride parade. But it's like, okay, you're gay. All right. And then by it's like, what? That's confusing <laughs> me. You need to stop that. No, no, no. Right. You need to pick one or the other, and that's it. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. It's true. It's true. And, and yeah, I mean, is it, it, I'm sure a lot of people like myself, who struggle with it, you know, and I used to equate it to being like a light switch where, you know, sometimes it was on, sometimes it was off, but that the more I thought about that, that was just me repressing, you know, my feelings and just, you know, not accepting myself of who I was and just, you know, shoving those feelings back into the closet, being like, Nope, Nope, Nope. You know, I think but, what sets you apart from a lot of the bi guys I've known is, you're 100% open with your wife. Yeah. She knows, she accepts you, and you don't really keep any secrets, which 
a lot of my guys do, but you're yeah. really open with it. And I think you're going to be just fine because of that. And, you know, you'll figure it out as you go. If you want to get with a guy, you will eventually. If not, you know, you yep. know, with your wife, just because you're with one doesn't mean you don't like the other. It's just right. what level of commitment you have. So exactly. And that was why it was so important to me that, you know, because, you know, we made this commitment to each other and I take it extremely seriously because she really is my everything. And I was scared shitless of, you know, losing her, you know, coming out to her. And it's just, you know, it's super important to be open with your spouse and your feelings. And, you know, you, you make those commitments and you take those vows seriously or you should, not everyone does. Um, Um, Yeah. And then, you have to decide what kind of relationship you want. If you want it open, if you want to close, then the exactly. gay world is completely normal to have an open relationship. Yep. yep. So it depends exactly. on your personality and what you want, what you two can live with. And I think I've been in open relationships, even though I didn't know it at the time. But, you know, <laughs> it's one of those. We're open. Yeah, but I didn't know we were open. He did, but I did. Yeah. Um, yeah. Love that oh, one. Yeah, um, I, bet. I bet. There's a lot like that out there. Yeah, we're open. Yeah, the other one didn't know we are, but yeah, we are. Um, <laughs> so you have to find the right partner, which it sounds like you did. So, well, yeah. that's just it. You know, I think a lot of people rush into marriage sometimes, uh, or not even marriage, just you know, being with someone. Sometimes they just rush into it, and they're just not with the right person. You know, if, if you can't be open and honest fully with, the person you exactly. share your life with, then you're not with the right person. Exactly. And everyone, when I dated someone, I'll have them give my phone or look something up on my phone. And they're like, you give them your phone? Because <laughs> there's really nothing on there. There's underwear pictures <laughs> of men, but that's what I do for work now. So, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, there's really nothing on there. So, yeah, when you want to look, here you go. Have fun. <laughs> Enjoy. <laughs> you don't have to, to put spyware. I'll be like, here you go. Enjoy. My, phone, my phone's blowing up with the, the podcast group text chat. Well, that, that'll that happen quite a bit every so often. It's like certain days, it's like, oh my God, it's like 42. Walk. Exactly. And then if you put your phone down for 10 minutes and you come back, you're like, 58 messages. What? And then if you come in the middle of a conversation in that text group, mm-hmm. you're like, what the hell is this? Yep. Because a lot of times you don't scroll back because you're like, oh, there's no, I'm declaring messaging bankruptcy and just going forward. But third (laughs) times you like read something, you're like, what the hell? Um, let me scroll back a minute here. Um, and then if someone read that, yeah, that would be like, what the hell is that? That's when they pick up, (laughs) I go, I don't know. It's that group. Don't even pay attention to them. They, they're crazy at times. Love them, but yeah, no, we talk about some crazy shit there. It's true. It's true. But we need to release our group text sometime. Oh my god. Oh god. Uh, I, I don't know if we'd we have to protect the innocent. Reason. It'd be like redacted. It'd be redacted like government secrets. All names would be redacted and then like certain things, and then we'd have to black certain things out. Yeah, uh-huh. oh, definitely. Because if people read my text, they'd be like, what? And <laughs> people. I I think that people would be shocked from what I say sometimes in the group text. 
Patrick is one of my favorite people in the next cause of that. So don't let him fool you. He's amazing. Um, he's one of my favorite people. So yeah, I act all innocent, but I'm not innocent. He's nowhere near an innocent. He's amazing. We love him. Thank you. We're glad he's on the podcast because of it, because he has a good perspective. And that's the important thing with me on the podcast is to have different perspectives. So definitely, and definitely. He's got a good one. And I think we'll, I think sexuality is something we should talk about on the main podcast one time, just because it does come into play. Because we do have straight guys. We do have bi guys. We do have. I agree. And you know, I think we also have a lot of people, especially in the underwear community that were struck or are struggling like I was and understanding who they are because it can be confusing you know one of my struggles was you know am i just attracted to the underwear because i enjoy underwear and the fashion of it or am i actually attracted to the male as well um and i had a hard time understanding that and you know figuring out really what it was what really what the attraction was is it one or the other or both and i i think there's probably a lot of people out there in the same boat as I was, you know, and I hope those people would reach out. You know, some do. Some people listen to the podcast and I've had guys reach out and it's been amazing. And, you know, I love that. We had the one guy say he pulled over listening to your story. He was crying because that was his story. Yeah. I've been listening to the podcast, which blows me away. We're touching people like that because I'm figured we're just talking about underwear. I mean, we've all gotten those. It's like, oh my God, I love the podcast because you're so honest. Yeah. And it's like, and like this show, it's it's a personal show, but I feel like I'm talking to my friend Patrick. Exactly. Well, you are talking to your friend Patrick. <laughs> it's like, and then I forget it goes out into the internet and people will come back and say things that I'm like, where'd you hear that? I'm like, oh, the podcast. Oh, I keep forgetting. Okay. And they're like, I'm looking for this guy on Instagram. I can't find him. You're like, yeah, he's out there. He's out there, don't worry. I'll pass along. Just send me the email. And if he but the good me- news, the good news is that I deactivated. You know, I didn't delete. So supposedly my page would still be there. Should I decide to go back at some point? Um, you got to which would be good on, on your own terms and yeah. the way you want to do it. And if you want to come back, awesome, come back. And if you don't want to come back, that's your choice not to come back. Well, and true. And if I do come back, you know, I'll probably do one post and then get deleted from Instagram. <laughs> well, that's the new thing. <laughs> because with it Instagram seems like now. it's gotten worse than when I was there. You know? Who was that texting the other day? Oh, my God. Oh, uh, Shy Thonger, Chris. Oh, yeah, yeah, and Chris. He bought something from the store and was like, I'm like, that's me, the undies pimp. Because uh, that's my joke with everyone when I get them to tell them about a pair and they buy it. I'm like, nineties pimp, I get you to buy it. Don't worry. He goes, you should change your Instagram name to that. And I said, could you imagine it would get banned just from the name? I would change it. And they're like, nope, it violates our community standards. And I'm like, <laughs> so yeah, I'm like, no. I was like, Twitter's a maybe you could get away with it on. Uh, Instagram, (laughs) they have gone so puritanical. It's like, seriously? Yeah, it seems that way. I keep it very PG rated. And there's a time where I will post a picture and then all of a sudden someone tells me, don't post that picture. I'll go back and delete it because I just don't want the hassle. Yeah. I'm coming back and saying, "Mm, nope, nope, nope. You see his penis, that underwear. Nope. 
You see, you yep. see the penis line. Ah, uh, sorry. Nope. Too much bolts there. Mm-mm. It's crazy. So, and then Twitter is like anything goes, but I, I hate Twitter. Twitter. I mean, oh, I hate Twitter. I posted on Twitter. It's like, you know, 9 a.m. is really early for a fisting video first thing. <laughs> I was like, you really need to ease me into that sort of thing. You know, by lunch, it's okay. But first thing in the morning, oh, puppy dog, then, oh, puppet show. Okay. No, I was not expecting that. Uh, mm, okay. Yeah. I'm awake now. Oh, that was not because it was like, here's a high guy with a cute puppy. Okay. And then it's like, oh, my God. Oh. Oh. And some of the stuff, I'm just like, keep going, keep going. Because, like we say, you not only get to find out what you like, but what your friends like. Because it'll say, don't so like. I'm like, oh, I didn't know you were into that. Oh, okay. You know more about them now. (laughs) Because they won't say it, but, you know, they'll like all sorts of things on Twitter. I'm like, "Mm." oh, yeah, totally. But circling back, you know, on posting and why, how you got started and in my case, why I deleted whatever, but, you know, how I got started was, you know, a guy kind of, you know, giving me the confidence and, you know, cheering me on to start posting. And I did. And I've done that for other people. And it's just really important that, you know, if there's someone out there kind of in the, you know, the background and just, you know, not really posting and but wants to post, just do it, you know, give it a try. You might like it and you'd be surprised. Um, so audience, so I just to throw that out there. everything. Cause you can yeah. have the voice and you can be like Stevie, be a big old bear and have tons of followers. So it doesn't matter. Exactly. If you exactly. think you're not an underwear model, look at Mr. Stevie and know that he is not an underwear model. Although he may be more on that later. Um, <laughs> yeah. Exactly. We're on that later, but that was exciting he, text. Shh, we can't tell yet. Uh, <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, so he may, be, you don't know, something could happen. You know, could, but you don't know. You know, you don't have to have abs to do it. And I read a new article this week that uh, legs are the new abs. So think about that. You don't need <clears> the abs. Just well, build a legs. I got. Freaking tree trunks, lugs. If anyone oh, sees my face or whatever, they're like, damn. <laughs> you're already ahead of the fad of the curve on this one. You got the legs. Well, the legs are in this year. Don't skip your leg. <laughs> and legs are easier to get than abs. I'm just saying. But again, like, you know, there's this perception that we feel as though we need to have the perfect picture, perfect body, whatever that might be, blah, blah, blah. And it's not true. You know, when you're confident, that's when you're sexy. Um, exactly. And I feel as though when you post, you you gain confidence. Like, you know, just when you get that positive reinforcement when you post something, you just feel so good about yourself and you feel confident and just that confidence keeps growing and growing and growing. So to anyone who's thinking about starting their own page, just do it. Honestly, like do it. You'll, you'll enjoy it. Do it. You'll have fun with it. You will. And you'll meet lots of good people and yeah. you'll make some new ones. You can go visit, uh, which I plan to do. Because they need to get up to Boston to see yeah. Stevie and Patrick. Uh, yeah. So there's two birds and one stone right there. Which I, I haven't been up there 
in for it's been since the nineties. Yeah, you. And as I tell people, nothing's changed in Boston since the nineties. Uh, <laughs> you know, like Atlanta, nothing's changed. Uh, sure. Boston's Boston. It's always gonna be the same. I love that city. I haven't been in forever. I need to go. I need to travel now that I'm vaccinated. Yes. I will be able to travel. Yay! Yeah, this way. I'm working on. It. I got to get some money. I'm adulting and spending more money than I'm making. I'm doing government surplus <laughs> spending or government deficit spending. And well, every time I turn around, someone's like, "You need to pay this," and I'm like, oh, "Jesus Christ!" <laughs> I've tried your 30 day trial on adulting, and I don't want to purchase. Thank you. Keep it. <laughs> would like to cancel. Thank you. I would like to cancel the subscription now. Thank you. But it doesn't work that way. No, nope. adult is going. Oh, well. Well, we'll wrap it up there. Hope you enjoyed awesome. this. We'll call it a very special episode of Brief Talk uh, podcast. So enjoy. Thank you, Mr. Patrick, for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. On. We'll have a group show soon. I know we haven't had one in forever, but, you know, yeah. I did the other one and this one. And, you know, you know, it's busy. We'll, we'll herd the cats, I think, next weekend and get a new show going and get on the schedule again. Yay. All right. Thank you again, Mr. Patrick. And we will talk very soon. Excellent. See you guys.